fall is approaching and my thoughts are turning to cozy getaways with a little something extra. I hope you get a little inspiration from the Midwest getaway that I'm sharing today. What's your favorite getaway in the Midwest? Be sure to share it in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. Today's episode is sponsored by RV Share. Autumn is a perfect time to rent an RV. Escape for a few days to enjoy the brilliant fall colors, tailgate before a football game, or just unplug next to a campfire at a state park. With RV Share, you rent RVs from owners in your area, so you'll find the perfect type of RV, from towable campers to motorhomes, in just the right size for you. Ready to plan your RV adventure? Visit familyrambling.com backslash RV share, all lowercase, to find your perfect RV. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Exploring the Midwest podcast. This month on the podcast, we are getting ready to view the brilliant fall colors and highlighting a few places to visit to make the most of the prime leaf peeping time. Today, we're traveling to an area known as as the Driftless region in southwest Wisconsin, where a group of unique cabins offer an incredible escape and a chance to unplug and unwind while enjoying those brilliant fall colors. Norbert and Susan Kalman are the owners of Annaway Place near Richland Center, Wisconsin. Thank you both so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Oh, what an opportunity. Thanks. So I've spent probably too much time um, on your website, gazing at those cabins. Those designs are incredible. You know, I would click through and, and I'd be like, okay, this one's my favorite. Oh, no, I really like this one. Um, and from your beginning 25 years ago till today, it's obvious that you've come to understand what people want when they stay there. Can you share a little bit about the cabins and the experience that people can have? Sure. Um, well, over the 25 years, we learned that um, a greater connection to nature around you would be a, a very rewarding experience. So rather than just put up four walls in a cabin, we decided to um, explore more of that creativity side and what if we built a cabin with all four walls of glass you know so that kind of led to uh, what we're really sticking to as far as um, when we do build more cabins is this as much glass as we can incorporate into our design um, so that you can be snug as a bug in a rug inside a place, but then enjoy the nature outside, whether that be a perfect sunny day or a rainstorm or a snowstorm or whatever. So we found that that is something that our guests are really connecting with now. But you know, also I have to say, if um, we would consider calling ourselves artists in a sense, um, consider an artist that paints a painting and says, I'm painting what I like, what I would mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Um, so we're not really looking 100% at what we think other people would like. We're saying to ourselves, what would we like to stay in? Yes. And if you like our painting, then please, <laughs> you know, buy the painting, right, <laughs> so right. to speak. Yeah, that was a, 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 yeah. A, a discovery that we made too, that we just weren't finding a place when we were trying to find a place to go out and stay for short-term rental. We weren't finding... Um, satisfactory places that we really connected with. So 
built our own. Well, you know, that leads to kind of the next question I had, which was that each cabin that you have is different. They each have different features. They each have a different design. Um, and they eat, but they each have, like, I, I noticed the, the fireplaces inside of them. Um, they're this beautiful, almost tube design. Is that a good way to say it? But they look incredible, almost, almost like a piece of art that is functional. Um, so what, what inspires you when you design these cabins? What, what is it that you do each of them? have a different feel that you're going for? Um, do you have a different kind of, you know, you finish one and then, okay, what are we going to build next? How are you going to design that? What, can, tell me a little bit about that process. Well, you know, I, I think fireplaces have come a long way. They are something that brings comfort. They're, they're not there to heat your home, so to speak, anymore. So, uh, all of ours, we, we enjoy burning wood. We love yes. the smell of wood and we think our uh, guests do the same. So it's part of getting perhaps out of the city. It's the part of what does it feel like and smell like to be, get that up north feeling, even though we're not necessarily <laughs> up north. Um, but uh, I, I think many of our cabins, if not all of them, have some of those same aspects to them where it's, it's about the nature that surrounds you. And if you're talking specifically about our glass houses, for instance, the, the important part there is that it's not like you're just looking out a window and, oh, it's raining outside. This is 360 glass and it's raining all around you or it's snowing all around you, except you're not being blown away by the snowstorm. Mm -hmm. It's quite an experience. Mm -hmm. And watching a fire burn, I, again, I think Norbert mentioned it, it was very important to us to be able to have that feature. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's such um, a unique human experience. I mean, when you connect with fire, um, it's, it's, it's a wonderful feeling, beautiful feeling. So how many cabins do you have right now at Annaway Place? We have six cabins and then we have a, the barn that we've renovated for a larger group experience. So the six cabins uh, sleep anywhere from just two people to four and then the barn sleeps up to 12. So the barn is our big, mm -hmm. you know, bring your family or your friends. But the other cabins we focused on just uh, two people, two couples or you know, a couple, um, or maybe two couples together, but nothing mm -hmm. larger than that. So do you have a cabin that tends to be the most popular design? Well, ever since we've been moving, you know, since we've started incorporating glass into our cabins, anything that has over 50% glass in, in the <laughs> cabin, those those are the popular ones. Right. Yeah, and so it would be our meadow house, our woodland house, and the original glass cabin. And, and that, you know, the whole thing really started as a fluke with our glass house, because I remember thinking and, and actually saying to Susan, what, do we, what would it be like to have, let's build a glass bedroom in the woods? Well, it just seems to evoke all kinds of wonderful feelings about 
you know, being that close to nature on all sides. And I think that's the draw. And, and that's why those are the popular ones. Yes. Being that close to nature without having to pitch a tent or actually sleep outside. Right. Right. Exactly. And the glass house, the original glass house experience is what we do call our, our glamping experience because there's no full kitchen on that one. Mm. So you have a grill. So you really are, it's a step up from camping. Whereas then we thought, well, let's do kind of the opposite of that. Let's put a, a glass house on steroids and let's put a full kitchen, the fireplace and everything. So that's how we wanted to differentiate different experiences uh, for, for our guests. We have some people who try and come to every one a different time. It sounds like a worthy. We call. have guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, and and we have guest books in each one of our cabins, and what you read uh, more often than not is, of course, the connection with nature, but also the connection with each other. Mm -hmm. So part of the reason why people are coming is to, and, and many many of our people come from the cities, so they're coming from concrete. They're coming to green mm -hmm. because that's when they drive up our driveway, that's what impresses them from first moment on is how green it is mm -hmm. here. And because they've been you know, living uh, a concrete life <laughs> um, during the week. And so here they're able to, oh, it just, it just makes you feel like you want to breathe deeper. Oh, yeah. I can understand that. It, it, I, yeah, I can. I can actually almost feel how that would be. You know, you're leaving the city and you get into the rural area, and just everything kind of falls away, right? Yeah, even cell phone service falls away. <laughs> <laughs> it does. In, internet service will fall away because it is that rural broadband. Although, FYI, we are getting fiber optics in a couple months. Yeah, but. <laughs> Uh, initially, still, you have that panic moment with some of the guests, like, oh no, my cell phone isn't working. And I said, it's okay. Believe me, in a couple hours, you'll feel a sense of freedom that you haven't felt in a long time. So we, we do have to consider, you know, times are changing so much. People are working out of the office. You know, that's that's been the big change over the last a uh, year and a half or so. And so people are actually coming to us to do work too. And you know, there's a little bit of sadness in that, that they <laughs> have to do that while they're here, but we understand that. So we have to um, help accommodate that. And, and thus we've opted for high-speed internet services. So when you visit Anaway Place, um, your stay is incredibly comfortable. You know, you're not, not really roughing it. You do have all the comforts of home. Um, but beyond that, you are really out in nature. So what activities do people enjoy on, because you have 80 acres, am I correct? Correct. So right here on the property, we do encourage, um, if, you, if you don't, if you want to leave your cabin, certainly if you don't want to, um, you, you've got that option. But if you want to, we have a, called the Ridge Road, which is um, a quarter of a mile walk up to the top of the ridge. So we're down in a valley and you walk up to the top of the ridge and there's an open field up there where we have a picnic table and some chairs and you can watch the sunset from up on top. And then that's just a, a all agricultural view mm -hmm. of Richland County. Um, 
So here, of course, that's the summer activity. There's also snowshoeing here. We, we do have snowshoes here on the grounds you can rent. Um, so it's very low key here. Um, we have our store now that, that people are enjoying. Uh, but just, and we also encourage them to extend that experience with nature by going to the county park down the road, Ash Creek County Park, which is a lovely mm -hmm. trails, or to go to one of the many five or six state parks all within an hour's drive here. Because That's state true. parks are just, especially in Wisconsin, are just, you have to experience them. Um, so we, we tend to, to drive the guests toward nature, you know? Sure, there's the antique stores in town or, or in the communities. Uh, there's, there, there are those experiences, the shopping experiences. I love to go shopping, but <laughs> bike trails. So, but we try to say, hey, you know, you're here for a couple of days, just, just really try mm -hmm. to do something that you wouldn't be doing normally. So you're in the driftless region of Wisconsin. What does that mean? What is the driftless region? It means you're in the happy place. <laughs> <laughs> so um, basically, it's the unglaciated area of the state. So when that glacier moved down and just cut its path and flattened all the land, it stopped somewhere <laughs> a little bit north and west of us. So the southwest part of Wisconsin is, is considered, uh, it is so different from the rest of the state and you do have the valleys and the hills and it just keeps going in fact we took a drive the other day and i was never on this road and every corner was a beautiful vista everything i was like oh my gosh this is richland county and it just went up and down and up and down so um and many people have never aren't even aware that this part of the state exists so we get people from the east side of the state and they're they come and they go, oh, we never even knew this, you know, and it's just beautiful. And really, you don't know what's around the corner, you know. And, and yeah. it's amazing how close these hills and valleys are. I mean, if you own 25, 50 acres, you're going to have everything. You're going to have a ridge top. You're going to have a valley or two. And you're, you're, you're able to experience. And, and that's exactly what we have here. Mm -hmm. Our cabins are on 80 acres. And uh, within a short distance, you have all of that available to you. And, and there's, there's such uniqueness between the two, between being down, um, nestled in a cabin uh, down in a valley, and then taking that walk to the top of the ridge where it's just an expansive experience mm -hmm. where you're able to see for miles and uh, get that ridge top feeling. Well, and I imagine that also with that, you know, varying from from valley to ridgetop, it gives you not only different types of trees, so you're getting all those beautiful fall colors, but it gives you different experiences depending on where you are. What, you know, what kind of uh, autumn explorations can people expect if they come up there? Apple pie, apple orchards, <laughs> apple cider, caramel <laughs> apples. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the area is known for its wonderful apple orchards. And I think it's because of the topography that the orchards are so successful. Um, mm. So there, that, that is an experience in itself. Uh, then the pumpkins that, that you can purchase there. Um, and then, and they're just getting out in nature and, and walking some of the, like I say, I mentioned the state parks before going into state parks because there is such a variety of 
trees and open prairies and waterfalls. Um, well, I, I think the landscape in, in itself in the fall just um, illuminates the, the, the leaves and the colors because of the way the sun hits um, between the valleys and, and the, you almost want to call them mountaintops. <laughs> so far. Um, quite, you know, they're, they're high. And uh, I, I think that adds to, to the experience. Instead of being a flatland, it's gorgeous with the fall colors. Oh, I bet it is. So if people are interested in booking into one of your lovely cabins, what's the best way for them to do that? You can uh, book everything right online at annaway.com. Um, so we've, we've, as Everything is nowadays, it's just kind of <laughs> automatic. <laughs> but we have a phone number if, if you'd um, need help in booking. We certainly, it's just either Norbert or I answer. <laughs> so uh, we can help you do that. But, but you'd be, um, it's most helpful to go to the, to the website, anaway.com. You know, and I'm just thinking of this now and probably should have mentioned it in the beginning. We've been in business 26 years mm -hmm. as Candlewood Cabins. And yes. so when people now are hearing us talk about Anaway Place and they know a couple with the same name that owns Candlewood Cabins, we're that couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So name change, but the, the personnel is, are the same. Yeah, still here. We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how early should people begin planning a trip? I'm sure your cabins are in high demand year round. So if somebody were, were to want to plan a trip for a season like autumn, how soon do they need mm -hmm. to really start thinking about it? Well, I hate to say it, but you really <laughs> do want to plan a year to two in advance. For us oh personally, it's a, it's a two-year booking. We're booked two years out. So <sighs> if you want to specifically hit the fall colors, yes, you have to be very, you know, Progressive that way. Um, there are, but that the short-term rental business has has really expanded everywhere. So you can also um, perhaps you know go on either Airbnb or VRBO to see other places that would be available if you wanted to come this year, let's say. Um, but even even that, it's getting to the point where you need to almost plan six to twelve months out. So yeah. every month, the first day of the month, we open up that month two years out. You know, just just that month for all the cabins. Gotcha. So there's a little bit of a rat race uh, that goes <laughs> on, uh, you know, starting that day. Um, you know, and another strategy really uh, is to keep checking because when people book two years out, life changes, and okay. cancellations come in all the time um, because that's that's every day we're booking people who made that reservation two years ago and maybe now they're having a baby, whatever the case is, um, maybe they're not able to come. And uh, so dates open up. So a strategy is to keep checking the website. <laughs> um, we don't have a wait list, we don't do that, but uh, check it every so often. And then you can let go of the one you just booked for two years from now and grab <laughs> an earlier one or keep them both. Those are great tips. Now. What social channels, if somebody wants to kind of get a feel for Anaway Place, um, what social channels 
are you on that people can kind of keep an eye, check out the cabins, see what the different seasons look like up there? Uh, Instagram is the preference. And I have to say our, our kids help us out with that a lot because you can do it remotely, right? So our, <laughs> our children in San Francisco run that and our other children in Atlanta have, uh, have their fingers in all of that too. And our daughter um, is doing a lot of the social media reach out on Instagram. Excellent. Well, we are on Facebook as well. Yes. Terrific. And I'm assuming that if people have comments or questions, they can reach out to you on those channels as well and, and get a response. Yes. That is terrific. Yep. Well, Norbert and Susan, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, for telling me about your beautiful cabins. Like I said, I got, I, I went down the rabbit hole on your website and uh, there are a few that I think I'm going to have to try one of these days. I'll have to get on that calendar and, and start making some bookings. <laughs> Love to have you. Thank you, Jody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast and thank you so much for listening. If you would like more Midwest inspiration, please join me in the Exploring the Midwest group on Facebook. And don't forget to leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. Can't leave a review? Go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories at Jody Halstead.